a thumbnail of just Ian in sweatpants. Just call it every episode sweatpants season. Oh uh, yeah, it, what, the baby carrot podcast. <laughs> baby carrot. <laughs> brought to you. Thanks by, for the idea, guys. Brought to you by Kibbles and Bits. Exactly. <laughs> I, I didn't bring my fucking uh, sunglasses today. Oh. <laughs> that was not what that it was. was. That, that was, was exactly not why, why it, we got it. Is right. It's either the, the thumbnail yeah. or it's the title. It has nothing to do. Speaking of thumbnail. Ian, sweatpants season. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm Touché, here. he's got a point. I'm, yeah. I'm not even going to argue it. I had to tell Shay again. I'm like, he's my favorite Banks. <laughs> Some of his comments, I legitimately like have to stop myself from laughing out loud at shit while I'm at work because I'm supposed to be working. And so I'm looking at my phone and I'm like, no, that's, that's fucking funny. I feel like I'm losing Shay. Like he, uh. He just, he's got an Xbox. Like, I'm like, oh, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah Shay. Move oh. on to the dark Now, to be side. fair, to be fair, he is getting the Xbox for older shit. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play Lost Odyssey and, and Jade Empire. I'm like, well, they're, mean, like, on, they're like man. original Xbox titles. Well, right? actually, I think Lost Odyssey was 360. Hey, but. That's the same game I play towards the end of the generation. I pick up the other one, mm-hmm. and I get all the games that were exclusive to that one that I didn't get a chance to play. My first game on the PS5 was a PlayStation 1 game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I First thing I did was download Crocodile. No, the I, mine's was Skyrim. And, <laughs> and then I went into the Mass Effect trilogy. I played one, two, three, and then the new one. Eh, fuck that. Right, I, pl- I tried to play it twice. I got thirty minutes into it both times, and I'm just like, I quit. Nostalgia is a real thing. Speaking of nostalgia, welcome to the Silver Kingdom podcast <laughs> with your host Nelson. Yeah. And. I see. I tried to get all dramatic. I was moving the microphone back and forth. You couldn't hear it. You did. That's but if you're watching, you would see all that beautiful in-your-face microphone action. I just tapped out. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of in-your-face action, I got to see Creed (laughs) three. That's good. I uh, I spent all yes. day cosplaying with Ed uh, oh, at the I Ren Fair. I, I missed out. I missed and yes. I, I passed out from like heat stroke. I came home. Jesus. I ate like three plates of spaghetti and then fell asleep and didn't watch The Last of Us. So See? I forgot to tonight. <laughs> See, so aren't you glad? Because I, I had to get up at 2 a.m. I was in Colorado to get to the airport by 5.30 a.m. Because my wife made a mistake and she booked it at 7.30 a.m. our time. Mm. So when we got to Colorado... It translated into 5.30 a.m. their time, yeah. which is kind of a dick move, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but we move, got Crystal. to the airport. <laughs> then it's an hour and a half there, four-hour flight, oh. hour and a half from Fort Lauderdale back to here. It was just like, uh, uh, uh. So yeah. by the time we were going to record the podcast, I was, I was thrilled that you guys were hey, so supportive. Hey, I had a polyester breastplate uh, <laughs> on, yeah. so I was, I was the definition of marinated. Yeah, now I, had, I, I had layers, but mine was actual natural fibers and leather, mm-hmm. so it was, it was breathable. Right. Um, Ian had uh, all the pleather and synthetic materials that trap body heat. I mean, mm-hmm. it's perfect. Yeah, those. it looks good. It's just it's made by, like, Chinese slaves. If it was a snowstorm yeah. outside, sir, you would have been the warmest. I would have been yeah. the warmest. <laughs> Yeah. But in Florida, it was not practical. Not yeah. at all. Couple yeah. that with the layers and layers of gray hair dye oh, and yeah. the yeah. Uh, contacts that were squeezing my eyeballs. I, I almost died. Yeah. I literally almost died for the, for the look. We, we should have had cards. We did yeah. choose to, on a, a number of occasions, stand off to the side in the shade versus from a good angle to watch the show. Yes. <laughs> Just yeah. to be in the shade. Hey, it, was, it, was, it was no joke. It was That's like, why I'm saying we got to go three amigos. Those hats are basically <laughs> like 
the equivalent of the 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 Mexican hat. What do you call those? Uh, a sombrero. A yeah. sombrero, right? And we can be in our own shade, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> and if we get the girls to walk around in like those pretty French I, dresses, I with have an idea for, for a theme I want to try. <laughs> the, next the parasols, time. I believe they're yeah, called. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I have an idea for a theme I want to try next. Time. All right. I want to go as greenskins. I want to do like an orc or goblin or ogre, whatever <laughs> cosplay. Well, green skin is very controversial these days. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Who gets offended? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> All right, Nelson, explain yourself. All right. Well, first who, they who remove, out there is first they remove Shrek the Ride from Universal <laughs> Studios. I don't think we didn't catch on, Universal. You're putting in two minions? Go fuck yourself. They're yellow. Okay. We're green. Let's do a cosplay to honor the green skin folk. Okay. AKA goblin, orc, any troll, anything of that nature. Okay. You know? And so I'm, you sound like you're really up on your green people. Name one besides Shrek. Name one. Uh, and a green, uh, uh, Thrall, uh, the leader of the orcish horde. Okay. Uh, Grimash, right. Hellscream, right. Ogrim, Doomhammer. Oh, shit. Uh, you want to go into Tolkien? Okay. We can right. go. Oh, what the hell's the, uh, the the white orc? Azog the Defiler. <laughs> I mean, we uh, I, you know, I can name him if you well want done, me to. Well done, sir. All right, all right. He's an orc high, but you know. You needed to ask some Star Trek characters. Right, 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 right. I got <laughs> Captain Jean-Luc Picard and, uh, you know. Warf. Warf. The guy with the, the nutsack on the forehead. Yeah. Okay. Warf. All right. What's his rank? We we did we did catch some Star Trek folk uh, for Heroes in the uh, Villains Weekend, actually. Nice. Some Mandalorians, you said? Nope. Although uh, yep. Ed was very pissed off because he was a Star Trek character, but he also had shorts and a Viking yes. horn. Dude. <laughs> he was like, wait no, a minute. No, no, no. Pick a genre, motherfucker. <laughs> I said maybe he's Star Trek, but he's vacationing on a planet <laughs> that has a Ren Faire. No. We know the standard shirt when you're on vacation. It's the V-neck that comes down to like the belly button. That it's way overly exposed. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It's the Picard special. Is yeah. the red shirt? The man was wearing the command shirt and then shorts. Unacceptable. What <laughs> color is the red shirt? What rank is that? Is that the captain or is that? Um... It's command rank. All right. So, so that's Who's the, the guy that dies every episode. Those are the red shirts. Red, in, oh wow. In the original, it was the red shirts. Mm -hmm. So uh, Kirk had a yellow. In because he was a captain, it was yeah. goldish. Tech technically, it was green, but mm -hmm. when it translated onto the screen by the time it got there it was yellow oh yes mm. um now with the gold shirts in the next generation are the people that died, died. The okay i was gonna say because john luke picard had a red shirt because that's the security on right. the next generation I say the guy with, with the great the beard the guy with the great beard had a, had okay. a red uh, his, his second in command or whoever the guy was oh, oh. um jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lieutenant, not the reading Commander. rainbow guy, not the reading rainbow guy with the no, number one, <laughs> number one, number one. I know him as number one, but he does have a name. D he, you don't have it. I don't remember. Jean Luc Picard. I know Data. Riker. Riker, Commander Riker, Riker. Riker. Okay. yes. And that's yeah. where the term grew a beard came from, because that's where they, they say the show actually got better. Um, so it's literally Hollywood lingo is when the show gets mm. over and starts, like, working is when, is when it grew a beard. Okay, got it. Okay, here's a controversial thing for you, Edward, because Ian doesn't know, right? So, Ian, if we were to give you advice on what show to start with, if you ever decided to. To get into what, Star Trek? Star Trek. Okay. Ooh. I would go with Voyager, which okay. is my favorite which is the woman protagonist done right. Like, she Janeway. is still very feminine. She is the captain, but she's a badass, and she's a great leader. Like, they don't – it's it doesn't feel forced. Like, if you've seen two would or three you, episodes with Janeway, you would be like, I would follow that woman into fucking war. Would you say she's Ripley-esque? I would absolutely say yeah. she's her own version of Ripley. Because yeah. she is she – is 
before a captain, she was a science officer. Right. So she actually like gets Ripley. she gets mm-hmm. in and actually can help solve. She's not just relying on the team to solve the problems. Okay. Right. As much as you do need to rely on the team. Right. right. And she's not afraid to get dirty and physical. Like she gets in there with yeah. the team and she does her thing. This fighting board yeah. and stuff. Okay. Good. And it, it deals with her ship is lost in a part of space where there is no Federation to back them up. So they are the only ship out there that they have to depend on themselves. The what's, event, the, what's the fundamental difference between Star Trek Voyager and Deep Space Nine? Deep Space Nine is more of an exploratory show. Mm-hmm. Voyager is a show about survival. Uh-huh. They're out there on their own, but they have the most technology. Now, Deep but Space Nine does get very good. Because they had it, it was set on a space station. Okay. Um, they end up really delving in, show, into yeah. into war. So DS9 really deals with a whole war between the Dominion. The Deep Space Nine gets into a, a war, but it is very highly based on culture, yes, religion, and propaganda. So it's like Earth. Yes. And, and them trying to balance that <laughs> yeah. with the, the views of how do we get collective worlds that have all of that baggage also to also work together as one. And you know how they do that? War. <laughs> you have another sector of aliens coming into your sector to start a war and take everything that you own and be the boss. So that's how you get the people that hate each other forever to band together. War. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Deep Space Nine is very good. Who was the one gentleman we spoke to at the, <laughs> the Red Fair that said that Avatar is, is pretty much Fern Gully? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I want to say his name was Tim. It might have been Tim. Number five, Jersey. Um, yes. He's a wonderful guy that we met at the Red he, Fair. He, he, he was hilarious. He follow us now. We gave him our information and everything. Yeah. And he was like, I was like, we're going to shout you out because his explanation <laughs> was perfect. He said, Avatar sucks. He's like, it's just for Gary. <laughs> I was like, God damn. This guy's it was fantastic because right. okay. when I heard him say that, I leaned over to him like, you, sir, have the same opinion as me. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> I already said it. That is exactly what the movie is. The man is. was he was actually very funny. The guy was yeah. really funny. He said, yeah. like, like, how do you tell the difference between... <laughs> we don't have very many French listeners, right. so I'll tell this. <laughs> he said, how do you tell the difference between a French officer and a German officer? The sunburns on their hands. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. I was like, that was good. That was a little World War II jab. Yeah, However, yeah, yeah. he did go on to say that some of the yeah. most uh, fierce fighters in history were Napoleon's royal He, he was, so he he was said, yeah. clearly a bit of a history buff because they was. were. They were he the was. most – I think they started one of the most decorated militaries, but then they hit that Waterloo. line. Waterloo. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they decided that they didn't want to fight anymore. Yeah, yeah. well. Yeah. They but wanted they, to eat cheese. He said, he said they actually the way they were taken out was with uh, uh, they were tactically lured into a certain position and then killed with grape shot. And I was like, well, people aren't cannon proof. Right. <laughs> but uh, to, just to finish this up real quick, I definitely would recommend Voyager for anybody who hasn't seen Star Trek. Eddie, what would you recommend? Um, I want to say The Next Generation. That's what okay. I was raised on. That's what my dad watched. Um, yeah. so that's what I watched. I think it is I, a great show. It, it's the type of show that would take a savage person and make them rethink their life and be like, <laughs> I could be a man of peace. <laughs> I, just, I, I loved, I loved listening to Patrick Stewart give orders. Like mm-hmm. I felt like his voice, yeah, and everything. I he, felt like he knew shit. Yeah, yeah, he 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 commanded properly. Like he you re- felt like, yeah, he's in charge yeah. here. He redefined what being a man was, though, because when you look at him, he was kind of puny. He was balding, yep. British, British, but he was so intelligent, so <laughs> forthright, and his command leadership skills were so on par that you were like, you know what. 
another yet another captain I would follow. Which is why when he battle. got in a wheelchair and became Professor X, I still was like, I would follow this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was seamless. It was rolling, seamless rolling, for me. Rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was seamless for me. Have you guys been watching the new season of Picard? Th- I know you haven't. I have not. Yeah, mm. I'm not a Star Trek guy anymore. Have you started Picard season three? No, I ended at season two and I was not happy. Listen, um, Worf Picard. beheading motherfuckers. All right, I'm oh, coming no. back. <laughs> Oh, I'm, no. coming back. I'm coming he back. He comes in swinging. I'm coming back. They had to because <laughs> Picard of, season yes. two was geriatric Star Wars <laughs> at its finest. Speaking of swinging, I heard you started watching The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm on episode six right now. Good, good. Um, I got past my anger for episode three. Good. And um, what good. they did to a national hero. <laughs> Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Hey, he was still the man. No, he, he was. He was a power bottom. <laughs> He may have started off the man, but then he was eee, strawberries. Eee, eee, strawberries. He fell in love. He fell in love. Not right here, honey. Oh, fuck out of here. <laughs> no, listen. Uh, the show is great. The show is great. It is. Um, they have decided in Hollywood that Pedro Pascal is daddy. Yeah. Um, because of the ongoing theme. Of him saving children. I mean, yep. the, man, the man is spearheading HBO, and he's spearheading Disney Plus right now. Yeah, he yeah. can't the, lose. The man is literally the... the, 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 the he's fucking leading two straight <laughs> things right now. And for shits and giggles, he, he did a movie price. with Nicolas Cage and was like, oh, I'm in. He did <laughs> a movie with Nicolas Cage that didn't suck. Right. It was, it was fucking shit. great. Now, I got a weird feeling that Renfield, I don't know. It could be hit or miss. It could be hit or miss. Yeah. And, and always, I'm gonna watch it. But it always is with Nick, though. It, it, it's always a he swings for the fences for, every time. I know, but for years it was just shit after yeah. shit. After, and well, I was like, I still kept movie. watching Renfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still kept watching his movies because yeah. I love Nicolas Cage. Because you're right, he swings for the fences yeah. every yeah. time yeah, he's yeah, up he to does. bat. You but, love to see it because when it's good, it's so good. It really I know, is. And the trailer for the unbearable weight of massive talent. Whatever mm-hmm. the trailer is. When I saw him and Pedro together, I was like, oh, it looks good. I hope it doesn't suck. I went and watched it in the theaters. I went and saw a Nick. I didn't wait for it to come to the video. I went, right, I went right. and saw a Nick Cage movie in the theaters, and it was great. I, see, I, was like, I, I wow. seen it at home. Wow. Like, and I loved it. I really I really did. Um, favorite Nick Cage movie? Throw him out. Oh, my God. Uh, Con Air. Two-Face. Con Air. Face, face, face off. off. <laughs> face off. Face off. Yep. Con Air for Con Air. Great Con Air. one as well. Con Air for me. Don't say Ghost Rider. Let me think here. I Don't was, you dare. I was thinking, Don't you dare no, say Ghost Rider. <laughs> Don't you dare. I was honestly thinking of saying it because I couldn't think of something snake funnier eyes. than that. You got snake so eyes. I, could, I couldn't Unbearable think of. Unbearable weight. Oh, wait. Uh, you're thinking, you're thinking uh, of Gone in 60 Seconds. Gone in 60 Seconds. I couldn't think of the one with the bees because that shit is ridiculous. What's the one with the bees? Oh, fuck the Wicker Man. I never even seen it. I only seen that scene. Not to me. It's the best one of the best memes ever. No. All right, Nick Cage movies. Here we go. The Old Way, Massive Talent, Pig. Some of these are really bad. Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot he was in Jiu-Jitsu. Primal. You're, running with the devil. No, you're Never going seen through, any of these. going through some of the recent ones. you got to uh, go further back. I'm, I'm trying, bro. The, I can't get past some of these he ugly. A, he was in a recent one. It's like, it's like a, a single word. And it's a girl's name. USS Indianapolis. Snowden. Girl's name. Looking for it. some of his recent stuff. It's a mom Mandy. and dad. Mandy. Mandy. Oh, does that suck? Oh, my <laughs> God. Does Mandy suck uh, with Nick Cage? I had such hopes for it because it looked gory and shit. I got an hour into that movie and I was like, I'd rather fucking do heroin. Oh, he I'm was in Kick-Ass. I forget about that. He, he was in Kick-Ass. He was in Kick-Ass. He played 
Batman loosely. That was that was good. <laughs> Bangkok Dangerous. <laughs> that sucked. Who decided on the title that for sucked. that movie? The well, Knowing. The city of Bangkok is very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Hangover Two. It's fucking Knowing dangerous. wasn't bad. Knowing wasn't bad. Um, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah. That was the last time he played a vampire, and I have to say. No, he was yeah, a wizard. Yeah, now he's trying to do it again. No, he was like a wizard vampire, no, wasn't he? No, he was a wizard. The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Sorcerer's Apprentice. Would you say he, he was, was a, a wizard? Vampire? I say he was a vampire. No. The wizard Baltazar Blake, played by Nicolas yeah. Cage. I'm sorry, the, I'm sorry. He, the, the what? The what? Baltazar? No, 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 Let me finish. Hold on, hold the on, what? Baltazar? It says... The vampire wizard, no, no, no. wizard no, 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 Baltazar no, no, Blake. No, no. You also a vampire sees himself not in a mirror because no. he's a vampire, no, but in a hidden temple. Uh, you, you're making that up. There are now no you're crosses. talking you said There temple. are no crosses. That's a different show, sir. Because he's a vampire. I'm reading this from IMDb. This is sure. A, can you please say that? That looks a little short for say all that. <laughs> Who lost his mother. When the pearls dropped on the floor in Manhattan. <laughs> no, no, you're all over place. No way. So anyway, so Pedro Pascal, right? No, you're all done. No. Hold on, I gotta get away from this vampire wizard. Pedro Pascal's really movie is definitely Con Air. <laughs> Con Air, that's Con Air. I can go with Con Air, but I, you got Face Off is a fucking great movie. Him. And John what the fuck is he? Cameron Poe. He's and Cameron Poe. He's trying yeah, to get her to his baby girl because he killed that guy in a oh, bar fight. Fuck. Oh, such right. a great fucking okay, movie. Right. John Malkovich is in that. Cyrus the Virus. Mm-hmm. Oh my I god. Forgot Malkovich was in that. Steve Buscemi plays Jesus. Garland Green, the serial killer that drove through like six states wearing a woman's head as a hat. <laughs> he sings I, to that little girl I in the sandbox. That. I would believe that. Steve Buscemi plays a serial killer. He plays Steve himself. Steve Buscemi is a fucking wild man. The plane's going down. He's singing. He's got the whole world in his hands. <laughs> and the guy across from him is like, shut the fuck up, you lunatic. We're going to die. <laughs> They land a plane on the Vegas Strip. I hate you, Nicolas Cage. You hijacked the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You're not even here and you're affecting our show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nicolas Cage. Normally, this guy's shitting on Robin Williams. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking beloved American icon. He's dead. I'm pretty sure he shit on himself. (laughs) (laughs) Suicide joke. Classic. It's very classy. classy. Very classy. He wasn't on Miss Delphire at that time. So, um, we're gonna I'm, <laughs> taking, I'm taking my Mandalorian pants off. <laughs> mm, these are really good. They actually. are good. Yeah, yeah. I forget how good goldfish are. Just simple. And They're Mandalorian-themed goldfish. Good. They the go with my pants. Uh-huh. Mm, I they do. Mm, mm. Mm. So, The Last of Us. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to finish watching it. I believe the last episode came out this Sunday. I didn't have a chance came to watch it night, yet. Couldn't watch it. Heat stroke. Yeah, yeah I'm on like episode five. I'm going right to finish now. that up. You know, one thing that we forgot to talk about was Vox Machina's ending. Oh, I serious, was, proper cliffhanger of an. Are we done with Last of Us? Are we just moving on past it? That's it. We're, we're, I mean, I'll we'll end it with saying I think it's the best show on television right now. I would say that it's the best <laughs> thing HBO has produced, and I'm even putting no, it up against Game no, of Thrones. No, no way. You'll think. I wouldn't put it up against Game of Thrones. I wouldn't even put it up against Peacemaker. Oh, I'd put it ahead of Peacemaker. Mm. No, I mean, come on. Go it, back it, and watch it, Peacemaker again because... No, it's different vibes. Peacemaker was it's fucking different vibes. amazing. Peacemaker was great, but it's like a funny vibe. Okay, yeah, so it's a Last whole- of Us is well... Last of Us, the first episode, I had fucking heart palpitations. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, yeah, the, it's mean, a whole different... Wanna... It really is a whole different genre. Okay, all right, so... The thing with his daughter, and when shit started getting crazy... Oof, yeah. I, it was a movie. It was yeah. a movie, dude. Yeah. I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, yeah. holy okay. shit. Like, 
The, yeah, the first episode was a whole fucking movie. It was an hour and a half. The only time I felt... It had me drawn in. I was like, oh my God. That like, much drama for like a father-daughter scene was in... And it was a shitty movie, but it was The War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah. When he had to go in the room with the other guy. Yes, because the, the guy was acting yep. crazy. Yep. And, and his daughter's on the other side. And I was just thinking the whole time, I was like, fuck, I hope he kills him. And yep. you know it's Tom Cruise. Oh, you that, know that, <laughs> that, and, and that was Andy Dufresne. Yeah. That man. was the actor who played Andy Dufresne that was crazy. Yeah. That was, that was a wild name right That now. was one he of those was, where, you, where it's becoming like, Tim oh, Robbins. That's who it it's was. Him Tim or, Robbins. It's him or us. Yeah. Something has to happen. Well, we all know in real life. Tom Cruise is 5'5". Five five. Tim <laughs> Robbins is like 6'4". Yeah. That's not going to go too well. Uh, you know. But you know what? on the Apple boxes. Cu- couple yeah. it with, like, you got to save your daughter's life. Like yeah, You better pull some fucking you better pull some maverick shit out, shit out of your, your pocket. Yeah, yeah, man. You better top gun that motherfucker. <laughs> I guess Andy Dufresne was raped in uh, Shawshank Redemption, so never mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did okay, crawl, right. crawl through a river of shit. He did crawl through a river of shit. Yes. Um, Mile long. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, that sucks. <laughs> my, my only issue I had with the third episode was, like, we're only three episodes in, and you're doing, like, a bottle episode with non-canon. Like, these are canon characters, but non-main storyline characters. Right. Yeah. yeah. Generally, you do a bottle episode to save money. Yeah. But you can't no. even really call this a bottle episode because it's a whole new set. Yeah. Typically, for a bottle episode, it, it started with, like, things like Star Trek. It would be on the ship. So they're using the same sets that right. they always use. So they're not location scouting. They're not doing sets. They're not paying crew to move different sets around. Mm-hmm. They go minimum cast. Only the people that are paid that have to be here. So they cut out extras and all that other stuff. And it's a way to save money so they can do a bigger story one or two episodes sure. later or after one or two episodes previous where they spent over budget somewhere else. So it's a little weird for a show where, you know, like they got fucking unlimited budget. But they're doing kind of a sort, kind of semi. It was semi- fan service. It was fan service. It, w- it was. They it made w- a left turn. The whole, in the he, here's what. Yeah. yeah here's what they could have done. Here's what they could have done. Look, I didn't hate the episode for what it was. I hated the episode because it didn't move the story along. Correct. That's so what, I was what going they could have done, and I would have appreciated more, was the way they did it with Sandman. Sandman told the whole story, and then they're like, "Here's a bonus episode for you fans." It was a little mm. bit of cartoon in the beginning, the and then the story it, never it, wanted. It kind of needed to be further along in the season. Right. Third or episode in, it's a bonus too, episode. It's too early. They or moved a bonus the story episode. a little. 15 minutes. They got their car. 15 minutes. They resupplied. <laughs> yeah. You could have done all of that in 15 minutes. <laughs> they found minutes. the dead gay yeah. bodies, probably holding hands. Yeah, or no. I mean, other... like, they said, don't go in the room. Yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. So. I mean, for like, I'd have kicked the door. They probably died attached at the butt. I'd have kicked kicked the door in. For an episode of television, it's an excellent, well done episode of television. But for an episode of The Last of Us, it was too early in the show's run and in the season for a bottle episode of non mainline characters. Yeah. Yeah. They got away with it purely on the star power of Ron Swanson. What is his real name that we keep calling him Ron, Ron Swanson? Swanson. <laughs> it can't be his real name. Ron's real name. Fuck it. I mean, it, it was a little unbelievable that he moved that diesel generator by himself. Those motherfuckers are heavy. Mm-hmm. Hey, he had the last 100% time, he raw. Had American ingenuity. Listen, <laughs> he had American gay he Harry had America behind him. You better take that back, boy. The, la- the last you better time, take it back right now, boy. The, the last time I had one of those installed in my building, yeah. it took... A tractor trailer, two two crews of you know F three fifties that lifted it off the ground, rolled it towards place, and cranes to fucking drop it in. And this man yeah. did it with a regular no. ass truck. Hey, no, no, hey, sir. No, hey, no, sir. I'm he did saying. it with a John Deere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did it with a, yeah. a I mean, John come Deere. On. I, bet you, I bet you the guys community. that were moving that were straight, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's your, there's your problem right yeah, there. That's there's right. your problem. <laughs> 
I mean, he's he's quite the engineer to get all that all set up the way he did. Goddamn yeah. right he is. But <laughs> he did it with some Budweiser <laughs> and a John Deere. But it, and it a really... whole case of Uber Lube. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that I believe. (laughs) Ron Swanson approved. It it really could have been in almost any post-apocalyptic show Mm -hmm. because it was so detached from the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not like we were with that character in episode one, in episode two, where we've at least heard him on the radio or where Joel interacted with him in some meaningful way. It, It really was just so early in the show for that character to be like, and they're gone. Yeah. 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 But look, still, I think the show is very good. Do I think it's the best thing HBO's produced? No. I think. I mean, best all time, I wouldn't say. Maybe uh, the original Game of Thrones. The yeah, original, the Game, original of Thrones. Game of Thrones. But I would put it above Game of Thrones, House of Dragons, and I, I, I have it above Peacemaker. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in terms of like a video game adaptation, though, it's, it's fantastic. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's no, and look, the, the cast is fantastic, too, but. As far as HBO is concerned, it's definitely Game of Thrones. And then I would put Peacemaker. And then I would actually put a, a show that you've hated above it. What? The Watchmen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's you hated it. Yeah. And I, I never and watched I, the show. Yeah, I and I love, the I love the movie. And I also love the – I read the graphic novel cover to cover. I didn't hate The Watchmen. I watched it again after you said you hated it. And I was like, huh. I get it. Tulsa was a disaster. It, I it, it was. I fucking understand. It's not taught in American history classes where it should be. I get it. It didn't fucking belong in the Watchmen. Uh, oh, I missed that chapter. Do you miss? Do chapter. you? Do you miss? Do, do you not remember the original Watchmen movie? It's, I, I remember the original Watchmen movie. Absolutely I also remember based. the manga. I read the whole goddamn graphic novel <laughs> cover to cover multiple times. Listen, Tulsa was never in there. Just because you rubbed your face on the blue penis picture doesn't mean you were a fan of the Watchmen. I mushed my face in that blue penis. <laughs> One of the it was like, waka waka. Ever drawn. waka 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 <laughs> I get it HBO white man back I get it fuck you ruined the watch oh my for god me. Jesus I get it I fucking get it I voted oh, for Obama man. twice I... <laughs> why did you ruin the watchman Jesus I'm not evil. Oh my I'm god! Sorry. Right, right, look, the Last of Us. I'm fucking sorry. The Last of Us is. I'm, so, I'm sorry for you. The Last of Us is great. I actually like Remember the Titans. I love that movie. That Denzel movie. Washington is one of my favorite actors. That movie was great. It was a great Remember movie. Remember the Titans. It's, a, it's one of the greatest Bro, movies. Listen, of, it's one of the greatest sports movies ever. There are a few movies that that really hit me in the feels. Remember the Titans did. Saving Private Ryan. Oh yeah. Okay. I thought you were gonna say sports yeah, movie. That was one of yeah. That's the greatest war movie uh, ever. That movie with Will Smith where he was really poor. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness. That's a great movie. That scene where he had to like sleep with his son in the bathroom. Hold the door shut. Woo, yeah. That hurt my yep. heart. Yep. And then, I would have to. Say <laughs> Vin Diesel in the nanny. <laughs> Hold your beer, hold your beer, hold your beer. I thought you were about to say Patch Adams or something. I was like, fuck it. Let him alone. I was, Let him the fuck alone. I was going to go after Val Kilmer. I was, oh, was going to say, I was like, stop, stop. I know when you're going to turn into something wrong. Stop. Jesus. But you cannot put the Watchmen ahead of fucking. You think the Watchmen, the show, was okay? Better than you know what? I'll, I'll give the Last of Us and then the Watchmen, okay. and then right, my fair. fifth on HBO is is Titans. I like Titans. I don't know what people had the problem with. Trigon. 
Um, okay. CG track and walk in. Animation aside, the show was really, the show really was good. good. I think part of it was people kept feeling like they're retelling season one and season two. They, yeah. they kept kind of like, yeah. they would progress the characters forward and then the next thing would happen and be like, and we're all the way back the fuck Where over here again. Yeah. Because we haven't learned any lessons. Let's learn it again. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, that seems to be the reoccurring theme of, like, Hollywood in general. Like, <laughs> well, it's definitely a This reoccur- movie really sucked, but we're going to remake it, and it's going to be so much better. It's definitely a reoccurring thing with Disney. They, yes. Yeah. yeah. Disney doesn't make new things anymore. Listen, well, I mean, okay, I mean, your favorite-looking trailer, Peter Pan and Wendy. Oh, yeah, that's going to be great. That's <laughs> it looked really fucking bad. That's going to be wonderful. And like you pointed out, how dare you make the Lost Boys... Include girls. They specifically had a sign that said no girls allowed. <laughs> to be fair. On their fort. To be fair, I am okay if they have female members. But the fact that they need to point it out in the trailer. Yeah. Not even the fucking, like, the trailer. It's almost you're like, not all boys. <laughs> yes, Joe. I'm like, come on. Like, I think like, it's don't because... have to force it down my throat. And I, I even knew it. Before Tinkerbell showed up, I knew it wasn't going to be Tinkerbell. I was like, oh, here we go. Well, what is it? Oh, knew it. No, you don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Watch the trailer. Watch the it's trailer. fine. Yeah. I, I don't gotta care. say, and some of the the it's fantasy. Peter Pan has gone Bollywood. It's fantasy. Apparently. I don't some care. Some of the it's animation, fantasy. even in the trailer. My name is Peter for, Pan. For for the trailer that's supposed to be selling you on going to see the movie, some of the animation was definitely not final and she, not looking she good. They she hulked it. Some of it really like obviously I think, CGI. I think, they, I think yeah. they partially bang on bad press sometimes. Because they did it with the Little Mermaid. Sonic did it. They did it with. I mean, they really did it with Velma. They did it with. (laughs) Oh fuck! That was. That was bad. I don't think Velma was Disney. That is no, that's HBO. HBO. But that is a show that they clearly signed for two seasons before the first episode got like written down. And now they're like, and they're forced to have to do a second season because I don't know anyone anywhere that has given it any kind of. Positive review nope. at all. But to be fair, they they were banking on Mindy Kaling's ability to bring people in and her ability to write. She has had success. She has done really good things. She just she oh you mean she you, shit the bed. You took one of the most beloved American cartoons ever and just shit on the source yeah, material. Yeah, you, you, ah, you can't do fuck. that. You every, can't do that. Every every joke Weird. is a meta inside point to itself. Explain the joke. It's not funny anymore. Yeah, no, it's not. every yeah. joke is quite literally the same joke all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so fuck Force. that show. Back to Vox Machina. <laughs> yes. The season was fantastic from start to end. I loved the best season, story best season arc. Yet. Yeah. The cliffhanger had me, no lie, for the next two weeks, like, there better be more episodes. No. Nope. Yeah, it was like, weird. There better be more episodes. It was weird the way they dropped it because they didn't drop it one episode at a time. It was like three at a time. Chameleon dragon yep. just like hiding in the council. I'm like, well, what happened to the real lady? What, uh, what yeah. <laughs> How did that dragon just get into the meeting? How did this happen? And the people aren't dead. They're just knocked out. Yeah. Okay, all right. Cool. I like what they That's did. That's very nice of the dragon yeah. for not yeah. doing I, it. I mean, it, it looks like they're t- they, I, they stopped there because that's where they had finished with writing. So, or they were like, we, we just, we're going to do a pro, like, we know we got a, a strong enough show that we do a proper cliffhanger because you don't see those too much anymore. You don't. They, they don't they have like patience to, for that shit They anymore. like to wrap it up at the end of the season because mm-hmm. if it doesn't end up coming back, they don't want fan complaints that, hey, you didn't give us some kind of an ending here. I'm also, hearing- shout out to Pike for mm-hmm. having, like, the best healing magic ever. Like, that team got fucked up this season. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she just kept a healing. Like, yeah. she was like, like. 
if that was like Heroes of the Storm, she'd have been the MVP of the game. Like she was <laughs> healing her ass off. Yeah. Like, Grog died a hundred times in that show, and yeah. she just kept healing him. But just healing him back. Scanlan showed the most growth as yes. a character. Between the Sphinx episode and then finding out about like a certain family member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. He, he definitely did. And in the end, he came through in the end. Yeah, I, I like what they're doing with his character. They're that like, fight with that dragon? Oh, shit. That shit was wild. <laughs> oh, shit. That shit oh, man. was wild. They outdid the final fight of last season. Mm-hmm. I yes. don't know how they were going to do it, but they did it. it yeah. I was like, oh, man. I'm looking forward to what they're going to be putting out next. And I do hope that they get more IPs, like you were saying. Yeah, the, the, the crew from Critical Role, who's behind this... Supposedly, they got signed on for some other things on Amazon. So they're going to be doing other shows besides this with them. Okay. And at the moment, I mean, they're doing excellent stories in, you know, the world of Dungeons & Dragons, but they've been doing that for like a decade now. These are all actors and voice actors. Mm -hmm. This is quite literally their profession, and it seems like they were just kind of given the reins to tell their story. Right. Here's, Here's something funny that we noticed in today when we were watching all of these trailers. More companies are saying they're going to dial back the amount of content they're putting out. Mm. Disney, Netflix, quality Hulu. over quantity. Is so the, that's a good the idea. New phrase. Apple Plus idea. is seeing this to me as a way to charge forward because when we were looking at a lot of the trailers, and some of them look like pretty damn good shows, but I refuse to get another streaming service. <laughs> I'm like, I've got the ones that I want, yeah. but now they're Apple putting get out nothing from me. Some serious content. To try to combat these already big players, yeah, that's right several now. shows and movies that they that they're putting out there. But they also they honestly have nothing. Yeah. So anything that they put out is new because because everything they've put out thus far has been a complete whiff. Nobody yeah. is talking about anything that Apple is doing. So they, they had that ha- one show with Tom Hanks. They, but I don't even they, they also had, they had another show with fucking. Um, what the hell's his name? Jason yeah, that Momoa. sounds amazing. Wonderful. See? They've, See? Had, See? they've had nothing. Apple has had nothing. It's yeah. it's yeah. a loss leader. It's a yeah. fucking tax write-off for them. And they need to do something to justify people to buy another streaming service. Paramount because between yeah. HBO, between yeah. Netflix, and between Disney, you're hard-pressed to need to go anywhere else. Yeah. So then you're like, well, maybe I need Amazon Prime also. Okay. Well, well, now you you're up to, to four. Prime. You have to. Yeah. So, like, how, how many streaming how services <laughs> are you gonna yeah. are you gonna be the number five streaming service? By that time, you are now paying the same amount you were paying for cable. Oh, that was the goal. <laughs> but at least I see HBO. I see what you're doing. You're yeah. creeping up. Yeah, you're, uh, I get mm-hmm. like every couple months, I get an email. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're adding seventy five cents on yeah. your uh, subscription. I see what you're doing but there. Like, I know what you're don't doing. Don't you like Harley Quinn? I do. I like. Don't Harley you Quinn. want more of her? I do like Last of Us. <laughs> I guess I get it. Uh, I'm not getting rid they of you. I'm one, just saying. Uh, Citadel, which looks like Jason Bourne with a woman. Yes. Nope. It's quite literally Jason Bourne with a woman. <laughs> it really is, and they had the very memorable. Leader of the Eternals. Yes, as the I mean, we didn't have to look up to see who he was at all. (laughs) We were all spot on. That's the guy from Eternals. Uh Not a second missed. Uh, Now that was a show. Ghosted, I think, is a movie, and that was with Chris Evans. And that's Apple Plus. Yeah, that's Apple again. And that's, and that's the one show because that's a movie and, uh, based on the that premise I, that, that someone would see. ghost Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not happening. Yeah, that's horseshit. Yeah, you're calling, ladies, you're calling now, him back. Listen, you're texting orcs, him. Yeah. We believe in now, yeah. right? Yeah. Superman, we believe in. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Evans getting ghosted by a woman. No. Who's no. straight? Ladies, you're texting. You're, you're texting him an hour after the date. You're doing goddamn well. Yes. No, there's no way. It looks like it's intended to be. An action comedy, and if they could do it, more power to them. Some of the folks from Deadpool are behind it. 
And yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, it, I enjoyed yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, it looked it looked good. Um, Deadpool's pretty pretty damn good. And then there's another one with Tobey Maguire with a long ass name that I can't quite pronounce. Looks I like saw shit. It briefly, and I started writing it, and like I eh. give up. Looks like shit. That it's sucks. something like it, 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 it is global warming. The movie. Yeah, people. It is like the sea is rising. They're building walls. Water is everywhere. Day after tomorrow. Yeah. But the slow version. The yeah. water's slow. So, like, everyone's wearing galoshes in church because wasn't, it's three it, inches wasn't, underwater. Wasn't the day after tomorrow, like, a two-and-a-half-hour movie? Well, day after tomorrow I'll was... Yeah. That slower. But that shit hit Day hard. after tomorrow was, like, the instantaneous, like, oh, shit, if everything mm-hmm. goes wrong quickly. Quick freeze. Quick yes. freeze. That was good. Uh, a good family movie um, that I thought, you know, would be interesting to take the kids to that don't mind a little bit of a scare... Is the Haunted Mansion? Yeah, they're oh, attempting another reboot of the Haunted Mansion. Got to make that ride relevant. Yes, got to make that ride yes. relevant. Yes, and you know what? It looked funny. It looked like something that you know I wouldn't mind sitting down with my niece and, oh. and hanging and watching. But would I watch it by myself? Would I go to the movies to see it? Nah, I'll wait yeah. for it to come something out on similar DVD. to that. Something similar to that. If you have Netflix and something in that, that realm, a good family movie. Uh, is uh, We Have a Ghost, that movie that just came out on Netflix. That, I, I, I put it on it. my list to watch it. I watched it. it. It is good. It's All a right. wholesome family movie. Okay. It's the guy, I can't think of his name, uh, from Stranger Things and Violent Night. He plays Santa. Yep. He's okay. also the, the police chief yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, Stranger yeah. Things. He does a excellent job in this. He's the ghost, the deceased guy living in this house. This family yep. moves in. The, the guy that plays the Falcon is the father. And hmm. he, it, it's like this inner city family that moves into this house that's that's been abandoned, and this spirit's in the attic. And the story <laughs> behind it is actually really good. You get invested in the story, and it's it's family friendly. It doesn't yeah. go over above okay. PG thirteen. All right, it's good. And I watched it the whole way through with my roommates. It's amazing it. that these things are dropping like the day they give us a trailer. Yeah, it's like here's the trailer. Oh, and it's the out. thing is basically out now. They're not letting it's any- intentional. Any anticipation? Yeah. yeah, they're they're banking on the oh that looks interesting enough. Let me go watch it now. Versus trying to build up anticipation for when it comes so out. Here's you don't the, have to plan to buy tickets and go right. to the theater. But here's the debate: no. is it is it banking off the fact that they think people's attention spans are that short, or are they inevitably creating people's attention spans to be shorter by doing things like this? Because we used to get months in advance. These, for movies coming out, these, and you have, would already anticipate, killed. these have already killed. Anticipate, yeah. Phones, phones don't help, but here's 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 an interesting <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, this is true. Uh, for as much as people are looking at little content like that, look at how podcasts work. Right. Regularly, thirty minutes to three hours long. Right. I mean, if you get a Kevin Smith on your show, you got a five-hour podcast, and people listen to the whole goddamn thing. Oh, shit. I, so I do. It it, it I really it really comes down to, is it relevant and is the person entertaining? Yeah. It's a new form of media where you're giving a 10-second clip, but a lot of those quick things are built on the back of that's the way the algorithm is set up, to give you mm-hmm. something quick and send you to the next video. And if it's bad, it doesn't matter because 10 seconds later, there's another one. And the wow. idea is to just hook you in because you're like, eh, that one sucked, eh, that one sucked, eh, that was okay. And you're not realizing the time go by because it's such short clips. Right. They're just scrolling and letting the yeah. next one be fed to you. That's true. You know, look, I know Ian really wanted to talk about this again. So Creed 3. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. It actually didn't Nelson do bad. Nelson paid for that. He paid for that movie. He wants he to was, talk I, about it. He was one of the $100 million that made I, that movie I, made. I went to watch it, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it like I do a Rocky movie. You go in there. There's going to be a setup. There's going to be a couple of fights. Is Rocky in it? And Rocky's going to win at the end. 
right? No, Rocky actually is not in this movie. Is he dead? In he this wasn't movie? asked to come back for this one because um, they're trying to branch out past him and move and on with the story. If he's oh. in it, then he's a big chunk of the story. Correct. And that takes away from their ability to tell a new story. Right. Which is why they told the very new story of a black man going to prison, getting out, and becoming a, and going to boxing. But here's the thing. Very new story. Je- Jonathan Majors. Super original. Jonathan Majors. He's a bad motherfucker. He's a, he's a fantastic fucking actor. I'm watching this thinking like, yo, he should play Mike Tyson in a Mike oh, Tyson movie. Oh, that's interesting. He is built like him. He delivers the anger. Too he late. delivers the ferocity of a Mike Tyson. I know too late, but yeah. <laughs> in this movie, that's basically kind of his fighting style, how he acts. He's like he's got a chip on his shoulder. He just wants to murder people in the ring. He's not necessarily the most. He's he's pretty boxing savvy, but he's banking on his savagery on the, in the ring. Like yeah. he's a dirty boxer. Um, not to give too much away, I really enjoyed the movie. Who wins uh, it's, it's excellent. It actors. wasn't like, Who wins and I, I, yeah, it's I, not I enjoy those actors and the other things they've done. It's just, I saw the trailer and yeah. I just went, yeah. meh. Who wins to be the fight? Fair, Who wins it's, the fight it's, it's just, it's just another Rocky. I'm movie. not gonna see it. Who wins the fight? It's like, <laughs> it's like the Fast and the Furious. It's just another fight, Fast and the John Furious Jones. movie. We do gotta talk First about round, we do gotta he talk lost. I can't believe it. No, who wins the fight? Michael B. Jordan or or, or uh, Kang? Oh, Kang. Kang, Kang wins, wins the fight every time. <laughs> but he didn't fight Kang. He just sends another version of himself. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd he fight? Jonathan Lang, the son say, of Clubber Lang? Say his name. <laughs> say his name, man. Whose name? Say his name. Majors? <laughs> <laughs> no, but interestingly enough, in the movie, who makes a, an appearance is... Um, who's the Russian that he fought? Drago? Drago's son mm. makes an appearance in the movie to train Apollo. Interesting. Great. To Great. train Apollo to fight Jonathan Majors. Now we're just, it's just a mishmash. Of now we're just going in circles. circles. The guy who plays yeah. Ivan Drago's son, though. There's a gutter below the yeah. Rocky franchise. <laughs> and that's where Creed 3 is filmed live. Like, I, I, I tell you what, though. The acting abilities of Jonathan Majors can sell almost any He's movie. Fantastic. What they need to do yeah. is... Make a movie up to his standards. They should bring back Carl Weathers as a robotic father, Apollo Creed. Like his body is resurrected. <laughs> Shut and off he, his mic. He fights his Shut son. off his mic. He fights his son in Shut Creed Shut it four. off, Eddie. He Shut fights up. his son in Creed Four. I'm all for it. I would watch. He fights that. a robotic. Yeah. yeah. He fights his robotic dad in space. I can't. Vin Diesel is the fucking referee. I'm in. Exactly. But yes, you're right, Ed. Uh, this weekend for you sports fans, uh, John Jones, John Bones first Jones. round. He submitted Sirigan in like two minutes. He made okay, it look so like what happened. He took three years off. He bulked up to heavyweight. People critiqued his physique. They said he looks a little fluffy. He said it's not a bodybuilding competition. That's exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. He went in there. He took out the number one heavyweight in the world. It took Francis Ngannou five rounds and a split decision. John Jones did it in two minutes. Got him against the cage, moved around. Took him down. One-arm guillotine. Yeah. What? Two minutes in, got up, walked away. You could see Tom Brady through the cage going, holy shit. <laughs> it was it's, – it's, you can't even argue it now. Is he the pound-for-pound pound best fighter? No, I wouldn't say pound-for-pound pound because pound-for-pound pound you got to look at – I would still say it's Volkanovski. Because mm-hmm. even though Islam Makachev beat Volkanovski – Yeah. Volkanovski did so well at 145 pounds going up against Islam and doing better than any lightweight has done. I still give the pound-for-pound pound title to Alexander. Yeah, I was expecting Jones to win. Um, I didn't expect that. I was t- like I was that. talking to Margot about it. Yeah, she was asking who I think is going to win. I was like, I think 
Jones is going to win, but I am just tired of the bullshit that surrounds him. Yes. Mm-hmm. He, and, he's and his it's, worst enemy. It's, it's exactly what happened. It's like I just hit but and run, the drugs. It's I, just, I've been, do you think the chaos creates the man? I don't know. He, I, I hope he's matured through it, but it's hard yeah, to say that he is because I, how many times he's fucked up. I need to see like three fights in a row where he doesn't run over a pregnant lady and or maybe <laughs> maybe things will be okay. You know, they move the needle on those well, what picograms, are they? picograms yeah. Yeah, higher so that people like John Jones <laughs> can fight without him. I mean, he's but, gr- he, he grew so, up in the sport. He's some the of youngest that, champ we've ever seen. Some of so. that is that they to do the testing – the drugs got so sophisticated that this testing had to keep up with it. And it got to a point where for certain chemicals, it surpassed it to a point where like we're finding things that, well, it's, you know, fat oxidized. So <laughs> mm-hmm. you didn't really do anything, but hey, you cut down weight for a fight. And now you hit that threshold of where it was within your body and right. it's now testing positive. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's not necessarily, and it's it's hard to say even with John Jones. I I'm not surprised if he was on some shit. But the reality is the way that some of those testings are done. If you lose a tremendous amount of weight and you hadn't lost a tremendous amount of weight for a number of years, shit is gonna pop up on your test. If it was something that was fat soluble or stored in the body actually, fat. at the weigh-ins at the weigh-ins he was saying all kinds of shit like there someone asked him how much he was benching he was like yeah my bench is around 500 pounds i was like dude shut the fuck up you're test you <laughs> shut the like, hell yo, up like, yo, yo how much a girl weigh that's how much say, i bench i was, I was like dude, i was like shut that's, up that's yeah. what i would answer you're, if i was yeah, john jones don't be talking about how much you bench 500 pounds and then yeah i think piss test you on yeah. the spot I mean, shut up. benching your body weight puts you at like the top five percent of people. If right. you bench this over, this benching five hundred pounds. Dude, stop. Over over three puts you in like less than one percentile of people. But for the record, I don't believe it. I want to see him bench five. Yeah, he's probably boasting. I don't believe it. Yeah. That's 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 a, okay. But what about? I mean, it's hard to believe. With Valentina, tiny ass versus Alexa <laughs> Ups, Grasso. Upset of the night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Valentina's your girl, right? Yeah, one spinning back kick. She was mm-hmm. winning the fight. She threw an ill-timed spinning back kick. Alexa Grasso like lightning. Took her back, got in the choke, wow. put her out. She fought it for a while, but it put her out. So there go, that, that broke yeah. an eight-title eight, eight title defense streak. There, but that goes Number to show now, anybody can have an off night in the office. That's, that's huge for Alexa. It's that's one for. of the things with MMA. There's so many facets that one mistake is all it takes. You don't get – I mean no, – zero margin for you, error. Yeah, you don't zero. get a chance. You don't get a standing eight. It's mm-hmm. not boxing. You don't get an eight, and they shake you off, and you go again because you made a mistake. You made a mistake. You're getting choked. Someone's on your back. Reminded me of uh, Chris Weidman versus Luke Rockhold. Same fucking thing. Chris yep. Weidman's a wrestler. Mm-hmm. He threw a stupid-ass spinning back kick. Luke Rockhold took him down, pounded him out. Yeah. yeah. He was never the same since. That one spinning back kick ruined we, his career. We've yeah. all seen the video of the asshole thumbs-upping to mom and then the dude getting the rear naked choke because he let go of the hands at the last 10 seconds to fucking be an asshole. Yeah, you, know? you can't. It, you know, it was a, it, it was a surprise because I know Valentina's technical. And I'm not, I, fuck, she's 100 times better than I'll ever be in my life. But it just looked like an <laughs> ill-timed thing You think it was a mistake or overconfidence? I think it was overconfidence. I don't know what the hell it was. Mm-hmm. She, she was up on the card. She was winning two rounds to mm-hmm. one. It's in the fourth round. She throws a spinning back kick. Shitty timed. All right, let me that was not good. Alexa, ask. though, props to her. She took that back like an assassin. Yeah. It was yep. instantaneous. Listen, that's, she was doing her job. She And she did it. She and shocked your, the world. And your opinions, all time. Who is the most exciting fighter 
you watched, in your opinion, in the Ooh, UFC? Clay Guida. Oh, my God. That dude, motherfucker. He never one. fucking disappointed. He had he one job. Go in there and bang. That's all that man did. Win or lose. Yeah. yeah. Win or lose. Uh, Win or lose, he was always excited. Chuck Liddell. To me. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Chuck Liddell was a fucking barn burner. Yeah. Chuck Liddell just you couldn't hold him down. And you knew those hands were going to touch you. <laughs> it was only a matter of time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, at the end, his his career, look, they all have a, a, a time. The chin gets started. But when to go. he was in his prime, the Iceman Chuck Liddell forced the rednecks to come out of the backwoods <laughs> yes. with their mullets and their beer. And they're like, we knocking motherfuckers out now, too. <laughs> he made a brand. He Affliction did. was Chuck Liddell. He threw that shirt on. Everybody was like, fuck that. If you think I your sister that. is attractive, you probably own a Chuck Liddell shirt. <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> Clay Guido wasn't in all the UFC games because he refused to cut his hair and the programmers couldn't program properly for his hair. Excellent. So he was like, uh, fuck you, I'm not cutting it. I don't blame him. Hey, uh, <laughs> for me, probably the most exciting fighter I would say is Uberim. Not mm. Uberim. Oh, I mean Uberim. I mean horse meat. I mean straight out of K1. Okay. The guy that outweighed Brock Lesnar, that fucking so guy. You're talking about the, the contracts that said, please do steroids. Yes. I'm talking about <laughs> not, not Alistair Uberim. Alistair Uberim. That is what I'm talking about because that guy was a fucking monster. Oh, hi. And hi. ever since it, you saw it, I killed him. He, he was in the same. Oh. You know, he was still good. He was competitive. Yeah, how many people got a little bit smaller uh, when the drug bit. testing? The drug he, testing he, started getting real strict. He, he <laughs> fractioned. He well, look, fractioned. Wasn't size. that the thing about Chuck Liddell too that made him so watchable, so relatable? His body. He was, was just nothing regular. impressive. Oh, he, he was yeah. built like a truck driver. Right, yeah. he, he looked like he was coming out of the house, you know, <laughs> with his shirt off. I see guys that cut their grass all the time and roll yeah. up and look just like this guy. But God forgive you if you roll up on that man and you talk oh. shit. Oh yeah, you going to sleep? Yeah, he, he yeah. could punch. Chuck you going to sleep? You made the mistake and you didn't. You didn't bob and weave. Yeah. Woo, good night. Mm -hmm. Okay, but now I think it's kind of hard if you're arguing goat status. I yeah. think it's kind of hard. Greatest to argue. of all time. I think, okay, I think it's kind of hard to argue against John Jones now. I mean, and I'm, I'm saying from a person who has criticized it, him his whole it's, career. It's John Jones with an asterisk that's larger than his name. Yeah, that's true. But it's, it's got to be John Jones. And, but it's, it's, gotta al be. it's always going to be there. He fucked up enough that that asterisk is always going to be next to his name. Yeah. But the thing is, it'll be next to his name. But now we have to look at it as like the only guy that could ever beat him is himself. I mean, if he if he reigns <laughs> yeah. in heavyweight. Cause yeah. Typically, and well, his next fight's going to be Stipe, the greatest of all time. Typically in boxing, I, I think I'm correct in this, is that they peak at an older age right. in heavyweight versus like middle and light. Yeah, he's only 35. So moving up to heavyweight is the right move for him, especially if he's going to win. It gives I mean, him a couple more years. He's, he's the greatest light heavyweight champion of, of all time. Of all the years that he, he lost with all the fucking around, this gives him a chance to be yeah. a heavyweight champ. For an extended period of time, if he doesn't fuck up. I mean, look how good DC was at light heavyweight. Look yeah. how good he was. No one touched him except Jones. Beat him twice. See, DC I like. DC is a guy I want to sit down and have a drink at a I bar like with. I like DC, too. I rooted for <laughs> DC both times he fought Jones. But he has nothing for him. And the thing that's scary is, like, how much better Jones was in the rematches. Jones just yeah. always had his number. If you look at Alexander Gustafson mm -hmm. and you look at... Daniel Cormier. Mm -hmm. John Jones fought them both. Yeah. Both of those times, they went the distance in the first fight. And they were the Alexander Gustafson fight, yeah. one of the greatest late heavyweight fights of all time. Yeah, and, but in he the couldn't rematch, repeat it. In the rematch, he smoked them. Smoked them. Head kick, knockout DC, literally tackled DC and or tackled Gustafson and punched him unconscious. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He made it look easy with yeah. both of them in the rematch. And I was like, 
Uh, fuck. I like I'm. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I have to agree with you. He he fucking devastated. If somebody came close to beating him, second time around was just not pretty. And I don't think Stipe getting towards the end of his career with the injuries and especially with the concussions yeah. he suffered against Ngannou, I don't think he's going to have anything for I Jones. Think, mm. I think. And I after watching the Ghana performance, mm. if even under the miracle that they got Francis Ngannou back under the UFC banner, I would not put my money against John Jones right. in that fight. Okay. And before this fight, I would have bet on Ngannou. Until I, I saw that fight Saturday night. I think, I think that's that's unbelievable. I think for me, greatest of all time, I'm trying not to look at the now, and I'm looking at it as a totality. For me, the fighter that had the the, the aura of you can't touch him, you can't fuck with him, Anderson Silva. In his prime, Oof. yeah. That's, yeah. that's a good vote. Anderson good Silva vote. in that's his prime to me was the best pound for He moved like... You seen in the fucking movies like he was in the Matrix, boom, 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 talking Griffin. shit, <laughs> yeah. bang, bang, bang. He made Forrest Griffin run out of the fucking ring. Yeah, he didn't want to talk after that knockout. Yeah. <laughs> Forrest Griffin was a warrior, a fucking warrior. He, got, he, he put UFC on the map. Griffin if you got ask me. in there by that dog fight he had. Yeah, with, with Bonner. With Bonner. Rest in peace. Yep. And and then yeah but that was one of the things where i mean silva was just outclassing people with striking yeah well chris lieben look at chris lieben chris lieben had iron jaw mm -hmm. and he had yeah. knocked out vanderlei silva he had all these great fights and then when anderson silva fought chris lieben his debut fight in the ufc he put chris lieben to sleep he and and that's him. even when joe rogan said holy shit yeah. like yeah. this guy's here like <coughs> yeah but yeah. i mean we're still seeing an evolution you're seeing a lot of karate style Kicks Guys and shooting back, yeah. in starting to come in. But Leona Machida was the godfather. I mean, the first the first couple of years there, it really weeded down to jujitsu and then kickboxing and Some then judo. Muay Thai. Yeah. And then now it's like it's like it's wrestling, jujitsu, yeah. Muay Thai. I was gonna say, uh, well, and wrestling, like, and wrestling now you're, played a big part too. Well, another, another guy who's in the conversation or for GOAT, George St. Pierre. Yes. Everyone talks about how good of an MMA wrestler he was. Mm -hmm. His foundation style was Kyokushin Kai Karate. I, yeah. I mean, he wears a karate gi out to all his fights. I mean, yeah. when, yeah. when you're talking about like almost all around, the most well rounded. GSP. GSP. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, GSP he, would be my number two for GOAT, he, in my opinion. He made, yeah. it, he made it a point to say, where's my weakness? Let's go work on it. Yeah, there's one yeah. reason. There's only one reason that, and this is it, like the kind of like the asterisk you said next to John Jones. Whereas John Jones, it's he can't fucking stay out of prison. Uh, GSP, the asterisk I put next to his name is the Matt Sarah fight, the first one. Yeah. Where he got mm. caught and knocked out. And actually, if you watch the way GSP fights, before he fought Matt Sarah, he was a little reckless. He would mm. get into exchanges. Uh -huh. He took shots. After the Matt Sarah fight, it was completely like, okay, discipline. When can I get him on the ground? When discipline. can I like yeah. neutralize him as an opponent? He, but he he fought so much smarter after uh -huh. the Matt Sarah fight. So but, but discipline does does define him. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. really does. And not only that, he was a gentleman, gentleman in and out yes. of the ring. I don't think anyone ever conducted themselves better and as a representative of the sport, a representative of just martial arts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree. So who's your pick for uh, greatest of all time in your opinion? We got two pretty good picks so far. Yeah, yeah. Don't the, fuck it up. Those are my three. Well, I, I was, I mean, I was thinking GSP, but okay. you already said it. No, no I don't. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Hey, I, I said Jones. John Jones. I oh. went Anderson Silva. 
So there, I, I really, I, I really think, G- and he is a fun guest on a podcast. He is yeah. all about aliens. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, is, he is all about it. <laughs> he actually believes he was abducted. Yeah. He's got a story. He thinks he was way, way to make fun of that man's uh, <laughs> trauma to his skull. He thinks he was abducted. Hey, for all you know, he was abducted. Yeah, yeah. That's Joe true. Rogan Pro- seems to believe prove so. Prove he hasn't been. Yeah. Prove he hasn't been. <laughs> I can't. I can't prove he wasn't abducted. <laughs> Ian, quick, check his anus. Get on over here, George. I got you. We got to check for various metals to see if you were probed. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing out there but maple syrup and Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> now, we actually we girl. had a request from someone at the fair uh, of something to talk about. Okay. Oh, we can do that uh, quick. And it was for uh, video games and the, the rise of these uh. painfully difficult where it's almost like sadomasochism to yourself mm-hmm. style of games. Like where Sekiro, Elden Ring. Yeah, basically yeah. the From Software games. Because yeah. ori- originally, a lot of games originally were difficult in the arcade because they wanted you to keep spending money. Right. House of the Dead, shit like that. So, yeah. But when they moved to the home console, it started becoming about story mm-hmm. and gameplay, and then it started becoming more accessible. And in recent years, it started coming it started back with, with these... Souls. Game, I mean, I think the first game that I recall where they were like, this game is going to be difficult just to be difficult was with the, the, the Ninja Gaiden remake. Right. Oh, yeah. A couple yeah. years back. And then from there, you started getting like all these games from FromSoft where it's right. like, it's it's painfully difficult oh, that for one. no reason other than just to be difficult. So that, that one Ninja Gaiden game, I never beat the first yeah. boss with the nunchucks. I never yeah. beat it. <laughs> I, never I would did. say this. I would say that Kick it's shit the market moves the sales. So if people are paying for these games, people will make these games. If Uh, they're not paying to play them, then they're not going to make them. They're going to make and sell what they think is going to make them revenue. Yeah, Sekiro was so fucking hard, I returned it the day I bought it. Yeah. Um, And I think it was because I didn't really give a shit about the story. It was dark and dreary. Like There was a plague, a dragon plague affecting the world. I didn't really get into the character or any of that. Elden Ring was so beautiful. It's amazing because they were they were very they were kind of niche games, mm-hmm. and then you got Elden Ring, which sells like twenty million copies, I think, to date right now. Elden Ring was so beautiful, and you could feel George R. R. Martin's influence on it. The story was so good that I did not give a shit that Do I was dying a hundred times. Yeah. That it was George's yeah. influence behind it was that much to sell that many more copies. His name definitely helped because sure. you got all these Game of Thrones fans going, "Oh, this is what George has been yeah. working on attached no. to yeah. for all these years," yeah. but. I honestly think From Software does a great job, right. and the Dark Souls lore has always been deep. It's always been dark, blah blah. But you could definitely, I think, feel some of George's influence on this. Yeah. There was more of a European style influence. Mm. The epicness was there. Yeah. The fucking Erd Tree, and like you don't even know what the hell the Elden Ring is, but you're trying to break it. Like, right. just, <laughs> like, and the bosses, some of them were forgiving. Some right. of them gave you some wiggle room, and one of the first bosses I'm not even gonna tell you who he is play the damn game mm-hmm. when you get to him that's the post yeah. that's where it's like wait a minute this is a from software game <laughs> and I don't give a shit how hard you work to get to this boss when you get to him you know when you've gotten to him yeah. because the fucking game changes you're like oh shit <laughs> I died 50, 50 plus times wow. 50 plus times before I turned around and went back and said I need better gear <laughs> So, I need more yeah. more energy to so level my character like, up. Yeah. It was like committing suicide over and over again? You, there's nothing. I had nothing for him. So was your character's name Robin Williams? No. <laughs> 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 Thank you for joining us at the Sofa Kingdom podcast, where I never miss a beat, and I'm always talking shit at... <laughs>
<laughs> favorite actors. <laughs> you can find us on all your social media platforms at Sofa Kingdom OFC. And you can find us on YouTube. Sofa Kingdom Podcast. Ian, take us away. Don't listen to us. You're wasting <laughs> just, just, just go to church. Read a book. What the fuck? Why are you, why, why are you even doing it? It is boring. You have nothing better to do than listen to us. Listen to this motherfucker. Listen. Mandalorian. Robin Williams. Watch the Mandalorian. Your childhood. Season Jumanji. One. Flubber. Hook. Two. All these great movies. Three. You might have seen the Popeye movie. Plus this guy Popeye. is shitting on all of that. Your childhood is meaningless. Popeye? Worthless. Popeye? Nobody watches Popeye. I Nobody Popeye? remembers Popeye. Who was in that? Wasn't that the ugly girl from The Shining? I remember the Popeye Robin movie. Robin Williams' I don't mom. Who was in it. I think. I think. What's her name? Played Olive Oil. I oh, Val Kilmer. <laughs> Read a book. Don't watch us. Jesus, God. It wasn't a silent movie. You're dying silently by listening to us. I can't believe you didn't see that set up coming. I fucking did. I thought there was really going to be some compassion.